everybody, welcome to Ask for Candy, where we talk about healing, self-care, love, sex, relationships, and what it takes to be amazing on the daily. Who I am, I am CandiceHarperLoveCoach.com, and my purpose with this podcast is to create healthy romantic relationships all around the world, especially now that there's a worldwide health crisis, the U.S. is imploding from its racist core, apparently other countries too, and people are in need of love and connection now more than ever. But before we get to that, shout out to Armed Radio and all the peeps around the world who are listening in. Don't forget to subscribe to Ask for Candy on Anchor or on Apple Apple Music. You can subscribe or Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling it these days. You can subscribe to our Ask for Candy YouTube channel. Um, Ask for Candy Podcast is the name of the channel. And when you subscribe, even if you're busy on a Thursday night, you will never miss a show. You can follow me on Instagram at Candy Love Coach and at Ask for Candy Podcast. And you can email me at askforcandypodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, anything that you want to say, I will address them in a later broadcast. Sometimes I just chuck it into the content and make it part of the show or make it a topic and you never know it. I guess I should start giving credit for people who email me. If you email me and you want me to shout you out because you have a topic or a question that you want me to talk about on the show, I will definitely shout you out from now on, I think. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I don't want to make promises. So it's going to be a little bit of a noisy show today because I am fostering a big old German Shepherd who is right up underneath my desk where I'm recording. You can't see him, but he's beautiful. He's a mix. He's blonde. And right now he's panting because he's tired. We just got in from a walk and he's down in his little doggy crate trying to go to sleep, trying to get himself comfortable. So you might hear him switching around and chewing on toys and all that good stuff during the midst of the show. Plus, I got the windows open because it's summertime here in New Jersey, New Jersey in the United States, and it's hot outside, and I'm in a little cottage, and even though it's cool and comfortable in here, it's nice to have the windows open for a little air. Not that you guys even need to know all of that, but I thought I'd share so you know where I'm at. You might hear crickets, you might hear birds in the background, who knows? Anyway, for those of you who normally listen in and those of you who are brand new, I am a relationship coach, a workshop facilitator, and a professional matchmaker with Talkify. And if you've never heard of Talkify, it's an amazing digital service where you can hire a matchmaker to do all the sifting and vetting on your behalf. For those of you who are out there dating, it's especially great for people who are who struggle with initiating contact or simply picking the right partner, who are tired of dating online and are sick of that sort of like initial steps and trying to break the ice. I'm someone who has dated online and, and you know still have a couple profiles and I can tell what goes on. It's just a lot of texting back and forth sometimes, it, you know, a lot of swiping. I don't do the tender thing, but you know, it's just not necessarily the most efficient way to meet somebody. <clears throat> matchmaking and relationship coaching is my zone of genius. And the best part about it is that week to week, I get to grow and learn as I interact with people around the most intimate part of their lives. I get to meet and nurture new clients. I get to screen possible dating candidates for them. I get to design programs and activities that deepen their ability to get to know each other. So that's the thing. I mean, if you get a matchmaker, you have somebody helping you out. You don't got to go through all that initial stuff. You got somebody to get you at least, you know, through those first few steps, you know, where you can just meet them and then see what happens and see if there's any kind of compatibility. Most importantly, I get to be part of what supports healthy beginnings and a sustainably healthy relationship. And that is what we all want or nothing at all, right? I don't know about you, but for me, that is true. 
because I am very much in love with myself and I try to not have it be in a narcissistic way, but in a very peaceful, allowing, I'm okay on my own kind of way. It will take a lot for me to want to give up my singlehood for somebody. But if I do have a relationship, I want it to be a sustainable, healthy, long-term relationship that is enjoyed moment by moment and in the present and that we get to grow together. So, and you know, and all of that, I say all of that because it's so important that we first have a solid relationship with ourselves because we all matter. And so for for black lives and all people of color right now, how important it is to matter is very, very relevant. Talking about mattering. And as a woman of color, as a black woman, as a black woman who unconditionally loves her blackness, who has been on a journey her entire life to the understanding of how much I matter and what it really means to matter and the difference, the distinction between uh, narcissistic self-love that kind of mattering and the mattering that has people understand that you are a valuable human being, that you're 100% of a human being and that your life is not any more disposable than anyone else's, that the words that you have to say are valid and important, that your existence is important, your healthcare is important, your being is important, your creative contribution to the world is as important as anybody else's, that you should not be dismissed on the basis of, of, you know, as long as you're a human being, you shouldn't be dismissed, but, um, you know, on the basis of your color, the basis of your gender, but the Black Lives Matter movement is really a very positive and important uh, construct because understanding that we matter and knowing that we matter, it's part of what is going to be the impetus for saving ourselves. And I talked a lot last week about how, you know, in an abusive relationship, the victim cannot expect the abuser to save them or to to fix it because the abuser is usually not capable of that. And on a global level right now, you know, racism and those who operate through racism, even those who do it covertly, those, you know, that's the abuse. Right. So in saving ourselves as a community and as people, it is important that we understand what it means to be Black lives that matter. And so globally, I believe a much needed shift is happening. But let's face it, it sounds daunting and somewhat overwhelming and uncertain when you're thinking as an individual, right? Like, how is this ever going to happen? What is this going to look like? You know, what is the future of the world right now? How do we even navigate? So today I want to talk about all the things that we can do to make sure that we matter on a micro level, that we understand what it means to matter on a micro level, that we are um, performing and showing up in our lives in a way that is through the understanding of how much we matter, how valuable we are. And I guarantee that the practice of all the things I'm going to talk about tonight will show people in your life how much you matter without you having to say a word if you're willing to take some of these things on. And maybe you already do with some of this stuff. Everything I'm about to share with you is 100% free and you can start doing it at any moment. There is no cost to do any of the things that I'm about to talk about. And I think I got about 20 things on my list. There's no cost to it. Uh, The only thing that you sacrifice is whatever aligns with not mattering. And... You know, as a human being, you are as equipped and capable and privileged to be able to implement what I'm about to talk about as anybody else. 
So also, if you if you practice them on a consistent basis over time, you won't even recognize who you were before you started, especially if you're someone who struggles with self-love. And I, I believe that the struggle with self-love is cross-cultural. I think that, um, you know, especially with racists, because I think anyone who has that much hate in their heart, they're not loving themselves, even though that sounds counterintuitive and people think, oh, of course they love themselves. They think they're better. They think they're supreme. No, the only time you have to make yourself uh, supreme to someone else and be in a competitive mind state and set yourself up as being better than someone else is because somewhere within you, you feel lesser than. So self-love is the anti-racism. And I hate using that term anti-racism, even though I know that that's the popular term that's happening right now, because I believe that what you focus on grows. I don't believe in wars against things. There was a war on drugs, you know, a war on uh, whatever. They say there's a war on Christmas, like all these wars on things that we've ever uh, established as a society. They've only actually increased the problems and so I don't believe that the way to be in a solution is to be anti-something. I believe the way to be in a solution is to be for something. So I consider myself to be for equality. I consider myself to be pro-equality, not anti-racist. Um, yeah, because I'm not up against anything. I believe that that even the things that look like they are evil or negative in life that come along they have their purpose. They have their reason. They are often the shift. They are often the thing that motivates people to do greatness. And so I believe in waiting for the outcome and supporting and being pro what it is that I want to increase and what I want to grow. So yeah, I don't know. I totally, side note, I, I went off. You know how I go off on tangents. Anyway, so let's talk about it. How to matter on a micro level. And some of you, especially those of you my age and older, might be saying, oh, you know, I already love myself, whatever. You know, I've been there, done that. I'm good. I'm good with myself because I think we do get to a certain age, especially like around our 40s, where we do start to understand our value a little bit better. But, you know, maybe some of you who are younger are still struggling with it a little bit. And also, I think that you never get it done because I think that we can grow into a very old age and still be devaluing ourselves and still be um, holding ourselves back out of fear and not living fully self-expressed. And this is the thing in as much as, uh, we, as people of color are very lively, creative, colorful, and amazing being fully self-expressed in an authentic way is something that is part of our challenge. That is part of our growth, being able to, to, uh, be authentic and true to ourselves and vulnerable um, in the face of everything that we encounter in our cultures, in our in our different cultures along the diaspora, diaspora, however you say that, um, you know, is something that we all can benefit from being present to and being in awareness of, of how do we do that on a micro level as individuals? Because if we're willing as individuals, we can then be willing to unite as a community and also be very expressive of the way that we matter. The way that we matter, the way that we matter on a micro level. Let's talk about that. So on a micro level as an individual, how do you matter? The first point that I sort of, you know, I sort of jotted these down as different points because you know, you guys know I like to just chitter chatter about it all. But the first one is to know who you are. 
It's to know who you are. And a lot of people will say, well, that's going back and studying your history, your ancestry and all of that stuff. And that is true. That is absolutely true. If you can find out your true ancestry and find out the people you came from and find out some things about them, don't just assume that that your ancestral history is a slave history, which it, it most likely is if you're black in this country and you've been in this country, your family's been in this country for generations, but don't just just write it off as that. Find out about you know the people in the history of your family and who they were and how they were and you know, even because we were in this country, a lot of times we're a lot of mix of European and African, you know, just finding out kind of who you are, what kind of people you come from. And sometimes it just, it's enough to just go as far as your mother, your grandmother, and have a good sense of who they are. And then not necessarily try to emulate who they are, but figure out who you are based on who you came from. Right. So I did this really great uh, women's circle that a mentor and friend of mine uh, runs in Brooklyn. And one of the things that we had to do was really get uh, some information about our mother, interview our mother and sort of start the ball rolling with having an understanding of who you came from. Now, with that said, wherever you came from or whoever you came from or whatever your parents were like, whatever their parents were like, that is not a... uh, you know, a sentence for how your life has to be, because we are all a field of possibility. We can be whoever we want to be, but just knowing where we come from and having a good understanding of the human beings that were before us, what they did to survive, what they did to thrive, if they became successful, if they didn't become so successful, you know, what was that about? Having an understanding of that is just a really good way to know yourself and really get to know what makes you tick what conditioning you might have undergone that makes you believe the way you believe, because I believe that our thoughts and our beliefs are what motivate our actions and our actions is what creates our reality. So it's really important to be aware of whether our beliefs work or not. We learn a lot of our beliefs from our ancestors, from our parents, from our mothers, from our grandmothers, fathers, grandfathers. So you want to know all that stuff, as much of that stuff as you can, so that you can pick and choose what works and maybe develop new things, maybe, you know, break some cycles. Just the, it's the knowing, right? So that's one way to just add to, to your own value as far as how you see yourself. The better I know myself, the better I know who I came from, where I came from. And let's face it, you might come from some shitty people. It happens. All of us got some shitty people in our family. You can come from some shitty people. That doesn't mean that you are shitty. But knowing that might empower you to do something great. And it might make you um, feel as though you can be something different in the world just based on based on wanting to break a cycle. So knowing who you are has a lot of value when it comes to understanding your 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 value and knowing that you matter, Right. The next point that I put is know what you want to create. So once you know who you are, and you know, when I say create, I don't mean that you have to be a painter, singer, dancer, or whatever, but you might be any of those things. You might also be an engineer. You might also be whatever it is that you do, that you love. What do you want to create around that? Is it an amazing career? Is it that you want to go and help people in other countries? Is it that 
You know, just know what it is that you want to do in this world, what you want to create, what you want to bring to the world. Knowing those things really support you in understanding how much you matter. And it doesn't matter if you are somewhere and you have absolutely zero money and you feel like there's no hope and you don't know what direction you could possibly go in and everything's going bad and you've been you know, either wiped out by this pandemic financially or you've been hustling at a job that is uh, you know, paycheck to paycheck, you still can allow yourself the moment to envision, imagine, and just know what you would want to create otherwise. And in fact, that's the way to begin to get out of that kind of situation is to be willing to um, put your word on it and envision it and imagine what it could be and then explore what's possible for how you can actually create it. Whatever it is you might want to create as an individual, right? Perfect way to understand how much you matter is to know that you have a vision and something that you want to create. And sometimes too, I think you can know you have a vision and what you want to create, but then a lot of things creep in and say, oh no, you can't do that because of where you come from, or you're not going to be good at that. Somebody's already done that. Um, you know, it's just not going to be up to par. People are going to make fun of you. The people around you aren't going to love it. They're going to have something to say. They're going to criticize you. So all of that stuff is the, the part of us that says that we don't matter. All of that back talk and all of that uh, inner dialogue that says, no, 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 don't do that thing. Even like whatever might be going on in your head right now as I'm talking, if you're like, oh, know what I want to create. Like, what is she even talking about? Like, whatever. Like, I got a job. I got kids. I got things to do. All that is, is that's the voice of, of I don't matter. What I have to bring to the world doesn't matter. So it, the idea here is to flip that voice and have that voice say, I do matter. What I create, what I want to make, what I want to do in the world, what I want to envision, what I want to imagine, even though I can't see how it can happen right now, all of that stuff is important because I matter. That's how I express my mattering. I'm going to say matter a lot during this podcast, so just be ready. The next one is take care of your body and your health. In any way you can, even if you don't have a whole lot of money to shop, even if you're in food insecurity, and I've been in food insecurity before, I know what that feels like. And you feel like you're, you know, you just want to eat whatever you can get your hands on or whatever's possible. And you don't, sometimes you wonder if you're going to be able to eat. I've been in that position. So I know what it's like to have food insecurity. Um, even then the idea is that if you stay committed in your mind to doing what you need to do to take care of your body and your health. And you trust that if you're committed to that and you're going to um, learn as much as you can about what things you should eat and learn as much as you can about what things you should do as far as moving your body. If you're listening to this on a device, you have access to electronics right now. And hopefully you have access to electronics always. Most people, even people with food insecurity, have a smartphone. I had an iPhone, an exp expensive iPhone, while I had food insecurity. I know that sounds irresponsible, but we know that that's the case for a lot of people. So, you know, in showing yourself that you matter, do not allow money, poverty, mindset to keep you from knowing that your body is a temple and that your health is your wealth. So if you have a billionaire who is dying from pancreatic cancer, you are more wealthy just for, for not having cancer. 
and being healthy and being able to move your body and do things with your body that that person is, is got short time or not going to be able to do. Right? So taking care of your body and your health is a great way to express how much you matter to yourself and to others. Others will respect you when you take care of your body and your health, and they will also help you. You will run into people, once you decide to make that decision, you will run into people who will be helpful, who will have helpful information, who will get you free gym passes, who will, you know, when we endeavor to do something that's important and something that's positive, somehow the universe sends us the people that we need in order to help us do those things, especially when we're willing to share them and we're on top of it. So whatever you can learn about taking care of your own body, what works for you. There's so much free information on YouTube. There's so much free information online. Got to take care of your body and your health to know that you matter and to show other people that you matter. Take care of your mind. So whatever you can get your hands on as far as reading, read, 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 read. Pay attention to things like TED Talks. Um, things that speak to you, things that resonate with what's important to you, your core values, read interesting stories. When I was a kid, I used to love romance novels, which segued into classics, which segued into all different kinds of books I always used to read. And then that went into marketing books and self-help books, personal growth books, things like that. It's very, very important that you take, you feed your mind, you keep your mind active because that is a very imp- important, when it comes to mattering, that is a very important component, not just to fight for the cause, but just to be who it is that you say you want to represent. If I want to be someone of value and someone who matters, I want to uh, hone my mind and sharpen my mind like it matters, like it matters that I know things, like that it matters that I understand things, that I understand navigating through the world. And I know for some of you out there, this sounds rudimentary, but it, we can always be reminded of certain things. We can always be reminded of what what helps us. And even if you're in other countries, you know, we think that we're so free here in the United States because we're you know, so uh, bamboozled by what are, uh, whatever, I'm not even going to do that side note. But, you know, in other countries as well, I know that there are different laws and limitations that that dictate how you can live your life day to day. But if you're a person of color, and you're someone who mattering has ever, you know, mattering is a thing that's relevant for you right now, because you're dealing with racism, or you're dealing with um, being treated like you are not of value or being diminished or demeaned. This is the stuff that's really important to be doing because what's more important than anybody else knowing you matter or loving you or, um, you know, not being met with their hate is how you feel about yourself. That's more important than anything, your ability to see your own value. So you want to take care of your mind so that you can keep focused on that, how valuable you are, and understand your place in the world. Next one is stop comparing yourself to other people. So your mattering and your value has nothing to do with how you stack up to somebody else. So if someone else you know has a whole lot of money, they're not any more valuable than you are unless you make that decision. If someone that you know, you know, has a vast education or has some kind of great career or is even doing things that you wish that you were doing, those things 
you know, like in comparing yourself to that person, comparing yourself to what they're doing and what they have, uh, they call it compare and despair. You are setting yourself up for uh, a mindset that says that I am incapable. I don't have, I lack. You're telling the universe, I don't have, I'm not capable. I don't have those things that person does. And those sour feelings about it and all of that, those will um, increase the part of you that says that you don't matter. That part of you that says that you are not important enough and that what you offer is not valuable enough. So you want to stop comparing yourself to other people and be 100% the best version of you because no one else can compare to you. And that's part of your mattering. That's part of your value. No one can compare to you and you at your 100% best. No one's going to be able to bring what you bring. No one's going to be able to um, create the perspective that you can create. No one is going to be able to do things the way that you do them, maybe slightly. You might be able to teach people how to do certain things, but they're not going to bring the energy that you bring when you are fully self-expressed and authentic and being who you are. Because you matter, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Build up your integrity is another way to show people that you matter. So your word I talk about word a lot, and we're doing the four agreements in the epic circle right now. And one of the four agreements is be impeccable with your word, right? So your word is everything. So if you give your word, you say you, your word, you are making a promise. People often say, oh, I don't make promises because then if I'm sure, I'm not sure I can keep them, I don't want to break, break them. So I don't make promises. But we do it all the time. We'll say, oh, I'll call you later. And even though that seems like a casual thing that we're just throwing out there, that's a promise. If I tell you I'm going to call you later, I've made you a promise. And if I don't call you later, it may not be the end of the world. You might be somebody who's close to me and you might say, oh, you know, you didn't call me. But, you know, I know we'll talk another day and we do that with our friends and stuff like that. But that kind of stuff has an impact because what you prove is that it's not so important that I follow through with what I say I'm going to do. And if I'm saying that it's not so important that I follow through, what am I saying about my worth in that person's life? So if I tell you I'm going to call, but then I end up not calling, what am I saying to you in a micro way, in a little small way, about how I feel about you and how I feel about myself or how you may feel about me? So how do I know that this person wasn't really hoping for my call, wasn't really disappointed, that there wasn't a real negative impact on the fact that I said I was going to call and then didn't call? And I just use that as an example because so flippantly, a lot of times we just throw out our word and then we break our word and it's low integrity and I'm not talking in a moral way. It's just not structural. It's not whole. It, it What it does is it eats away at our own sense of self, our own sense of value. And over the years, all those little micro word breaking, all those little promise breaking things that we do, they begin to eat away at our self value. They begin to eat away at the way other people see us. Are you reliable? Are you not reliable? I have a friend who I love with all of my heart and she can't be on time to save her life. And, you know, she'll call, she'll say she's going to call. She'll say, let's get together. And that's what the practice has has been in, you know, 20 years of friendship of 
It's not really going to happen. Actually, 30 years of friendship. It's not really going to happen. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it comes through. Most of the time it gets blown off. And that's just the way it goes. And so, you know, the impact of that is that the friendship is probably not as fulfilling and close as it possibly could be. And I don't mean that as a complaint, but it's just an observation. So we miss out on things. Oh, there's a doggy. The doggy's barking. So we miss out on some things when, you know, we break our word continuously and when we don't have integrity and wholeness in the way that we navigate our relationships with other people. And we say to other people that what I say, what my word is, it doesn't matter. I don't have value when I speak. And and following through with our word and being of our word is is a really easy way to express our value, our mattering, is being a person of your word, right? The next one is respect, value, and honor your time. So I mentioned a little bit about, you know, my friend who's never on time and, you know, blows things off. But, you know, for your own time, like, like you want to be really honoring and respectful of your time. What do you do with your time when you think you matter? What do you do with your time when you think you don't matter? When you think that whatever it is that you planned to do or said you were going to do doesn't really matter, you might waste a lot of your time. You might spend a lot of your time watching Netflix. You might spend a lot of your time on your phone. And I'm not judging because I often spend a lot of time on my phone when I'm wasting my time. But if you respect and value and honor your time, because, you know, time is the the real thing that's irreplaceable, like, Money can be made. Money can easily be made and replaced. Money can be, you know, with a a switch of your mindset, you can create a cycle of abundance and have money coming in and out. That's always going to exist. It always exists. Time, it doesn't. Once it's gone, it's gone. So when we don't respect and value our time, we're not respecting and valuing the fact that we matter, that our existence matters, that, you know, what we bring to the amount of time is important. And, um, yeah, it's just a matter of honoring. You're honoring yourself when you honor your time. You're honoring uh, who you are as a human being when you value your existence in time, right? You're respecting yourself when you actually pay attention to how you spend your time. And whether that means getting organized with your time or just putting more value in the time that you're spending here, it's a way to express to others that you matter. And when you're like that, the people around you, you know, when you're when you're um, very respectful of your time, the people around you start to understand that you're respectful of your time. And that doesn't necessarily mean that if they're not, that they'll instantly be respectful of your time. But you you definitely get to inspire or weed out people who don't want to be respectful of their time and aren't where you where you are as far as that's concerned. And that's not your responsibility to inspire other people to honor their time. But when you do honor your time, it's a really, it's a really clear way to show people how important you are. When you can say to someone, you know, look, we're meeting at two o'clock and if they don't show or they show up late and you say, well, and I'm not saying be manipulative. I'm not saying you have to like, oh, my time is so important. So let me make up a reason why I can't. But when you're when you're authentic about the fact that you're using up my time and I've given you my time, I'm sharing my time with you. And so if you blow off 
our, our appointment or what we plan to do together, or if you don't show up or things like that, I'm going to let you know that that's not workable for me. I'm going to respect and value and honor my time, my time with you, my time with myself. Another one that I said is the expressing your value by being on time. That was another one of my points. So, you know, I show up because I know that I'm valuable to whatever it is. And we were talking about it last, last Monday on The Circle, that it's not about right or wrong. A lot of times when people are late for stuff, we want to make them wrong and get mad at them and all of that stuff. We want to make a big deal out of it and punish people who don't show up on time. And a lot of times it's because their absence meant something to us and it has an impact on how we feel. And whether it's a work team or, you know, like I do my circle or a social group, a date, anything that you attend in your life. And I know it's the pandemic. We're not attending a lot of things, but we are in a way because we're on Zoom, right? Even if it's a Zoom conference. So when you don't show up on time for something you said, and it goes back to keeping your word, for something you said you were going to do, you're basically saying that what I contribute is not that valuable. And people think, you know, a lot of times chronic late people think it's fashionable fashionable to be late or that it's, you know, somehow fabulous or, you know, that's a story that people tell themselves to try to... uh, placate the knowing that you're really saying that I'm not important enough that I need to be on time. You'll, you'll operate just fine without me. And that's not often the case. Often when you're part of a group, part of a team, part of a, a, you know, even a social gathering, if people have decided to meet at a certain time, you generally people are missed when they don't show up. But a great way to express that you matter is to be value, be on time and understand the value of your time and understand that um, showing up has, has an impact that's positive and not showing up has an impact that can be negative and um, might suggest to people that you don't think that your contribution matters. Another way to show that you matter, appreciate your talents and your abilities. So you, we all have talents and abilities. We all have something that we can do. Even those of us who don't believe that we can, there might be something that's nagging at you in the back of your head and deep in your heart that says, you got to try that thing. You got to try that thing. And your part that says that you don't matter says, don't try it. You're not going to be good at it. Other people are good at it. You're not good at anything. Don't even bother. So that's the part of you that's saying that you don't matter. But the part of you that can say that you do matter is going to allow you to figure out those talents and abilities and to begin to work on them and express them and find ways to get them out of you and find ways to, um, you know, be in this life and doing the things that that bring you the most joy and doing the things that you that are inherently that you're inherently good at that are within you. Right. If I know that I matter, I'm going to want to do things that I know, like I love talking on this podcast and I know that what I have to say matters. And if I didn't know that, I wouldn't be able to do this every week. If I if I didn't think that what I had to say matters, I wouldn't be able to write newsletters. I wouldn't be able to do this podcast. I wouldn't be able to coach people. I wouldn't be able to do matchmaking. And uh, there was a long time where this is what I dreamed of doing was talking to people about self-love and healthy relationships and being in a practice of really knowing that you're valuable. It's all I wanted to do, but because I, I wasn't 
feeling like I was valuable and I didn't really understand how much I mattered. I was procrastinating. I was distracted. I was in a bad relationship. I was, you know, marathoning TV and this was long before the pandemic. I was blowing things off. I was allowing my financial life to go to shit. Like when you don't understand that you matter, a lot of stuff gets sacrificed in your life, right? A lot goes by the wayside. So I wasn't appreciating my time, my talents and my abilities during that time because I was in a story of not mattering. And all it took was the understanding that what I have to say matters. What I want to do matters. It matters because I want to do it for no other reason. It's not about whether somebody else says that it matters. It's not about if somebody else finds it valuable. It's about that I say it's valuable, that I want to do it. And that's what I'm here on this earth to do. That's what we're all here on this earth to do is to just understand our own desires and follow them and create and be as big as we want to be in this world and, you know, go through this journey. And I don't say that just negating all the stuff that people go through, but the reason we go through what we go through is to baptize us into being able to uh, learn and push forward and um, crystallize, crystallize into who we're here to be, right? We're here to we're here to live all of it. We're here to live all of our desires. They're, that's why they're there, and our talents and abilities. Those are the things that that you know we're we have inherently so that we can live our desires. The next point is to always be growing. If you want to show that you matter, show yourself and show others. If you want to be an expression, a full self expression of mattering, always be growing. Always be. Um, you know, and this goes back to taking care of your mind, but always be reading, always be um, open to what you can learn that you didn't know before, especially during this time in this information age where we have access to so many things. Not all of them are valid. Not all of them are true. But in the, in, from the space of knowing that I matter, so I always want to be growing, I can sift through it all and it can help to inspire me or to motivate me or to have me creating to just know as much as I can know and to continue to grow and to continue to change and and to also not get stuck in any sort of way of thinking that there's so much out there that's possible and if I let myself always be growing then I'm expressing how much I matter it's so important for me to be here because I'm here to grow I'm here to explore the world uh, self-support over self-criticizing. So if you're one of those people who's a perfectionist and really hard on yourself and does that self-criticizing thing, that self-criticizing thing is not a I matter voice. And I know a lot of people out there think, oh, well, if I'm hard on myself, then that's going to motivate me to do what I need to do and to get what I really want and to climb the ladder. But that's actually very counterintuitive because first of all, usually we're doing that when we're trying to achieve something that's not um, aligned with who we really are, meaning that we're trying to have some sort of career or some sort of achievement that is really about impressing other people or meeting someone else's standards for us. And then also that self-criticizing is actually sabotaging what's really possible, how big we can really be. But when we're our own cheerleader when we're, you know, hugging our inner child and nurturing with ourselves and letting ourselves know how much we matter every day, how much we are enough, how much we, we are here for greatness, 
That is what will put you over the top. That is what will have you aligning with what it is that you want to do in the world and who you want to be in the world every day. Now, the way that I'm talking, I don't want everybody to think that I have this expectation that everybody out there wants to be Tony Robbins or everybody out there wants to you know, lead some great movement because everybody out there doesn't necessarily want to do that. But just on a micro level, the expression of that you matter, so much of that has to do with I believe in myself. So I support myself over criticizing myself because when I'm criticizing myself, my words are forming my beliefs about myself. Even when I'm just joking, they're forming my beliefs about myself and my beliefs about myself are forming the way that I move through the world, the actions that I take, the things that I do in the world every day. And those are the things that are also creating my reality. So a lot of times we're in conflict because we're like, and I was in conflict. I was like, oh, I want to be a coach. I want to do a podcast. I want to be putting out content. But what was going on with my beliefs in my head, it'll never be good enough. Other people have already said it. You're not going to be saying anything new. Who do you think you are? You know, there's already Oprah. Don't even try it. You can't come close. Like all of that self-criticism that I was like, oh, you know, that that's going to be the thing. As long as I, I'm hard on myself for not doing what I'm supposed to do, it never got me anywhere. It wasn't until I started to self-support, self-nurture, talk to my inner child and say, you can do it, Candace. You can do it. You got to be willing to do that. And you have to be able to do that in order to express that you matter. Because as long as you're criticizing yourself and the impact of that on your life and how you're acting in your life, how you're showing up in your life is what's showing up. Someone who's very self-criticizing, you, you don't, you're not convincing anybody that you matter or that you're important. And I'm not saying it's your job to convince anybody, but it's not serving you because you're not believing it. And you're certainly not uh, having anybody else believe it by being hard on yourself. The next one is speak up for yourself by sharing your true feelings with compassion. So this one is such a good one for expressing how much you matter, right? When we speak up for how we really feel in moments, especially in our relationships, romantic and relationships in particular, because a lot of times we don't speak up. We just seethe about things or we form an opinion or, you know, we just feel a way rather than saying what's true for us in a way that's compassionate. You don't have to fuss at somebody or make them wrong, tell them what they did was shitty or anything like that. But just being able to say, I feel scared or I feel uncomfortable with, I feel uncertain, or I feel great, I feel happy, I feel joyful, I feel in gratitude. Like being able to share yourself from an honest place, share your truth from an honest place while taking responsibility for it, and sharing it in a compassionate way, there's very little that says I matter more than this is what I feel. And people can't always respond to it. People can't always hear it. Some people will get mad when you say how you feel, especially if there's someone who doesn't say how they feel. And if they're not able to be truthful about their feelings, a lot of people are just worried about looking good for other people. So they bottle things up and they keep it inside. While you're bottling up and keeping it inside, it's like you're saying, my feelings don't matter. What I think doesn't matter. That's what's happening. It's all bottled up and it's going to turn into disease in my body and make me sick and symptomatic because the body is going to say, oh, you got all this stuff that we're not letting out. It's like if you didn't take a shit for you know a month or something, all of a sudden that stuff would start to poison you. It's the same thing. You got to be willing to process your feelings Talk about your feelings, share how, how you really feel, share what's true for you, 
be honest and upfront, especially with the people you're close to. Um, you know, you want to surround yourself with people that you can be honest and upfront about your feelings. All of that stuff is an expression of how much you matter because your thoughts and your feelings and your experience are important, right? Next one is fill your life with things that bring you joy. When you know you matter, you want to raise your standards as far as what's in your life and what's around you. And if it doesn't bring you joy, if it if it's bringing you down, if it's dragging you down, it's time to examine why it's in your life. And, you know, whether it's time to walk away from whatever that thing is. But the way I express how much I matter is that I make it a point to attract things that bring me joy, bring things into my life that bring me joy, and real joy, not uh, instant gratification or short-term satisfaction. You know, I'm not talking about like shopping you know, that stuff that like in that moment, you get a little adrenaline rush, you get a little uh, serotonin rush or whatever, and then it's over and then you got to get another one. You got, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about things in your life that really, truly bring you joy, whether it's people that you love or things that you love to do that you, that make you feel good once you've done them. You know, it might be creative things like painting or singing or things like that. Uh, just whatever are the things, hobbies, you know, some people like to build things like all of that stuff. That is a way to express that you matter. Your feelings matter. And it's a way to take care of yourself. Self-care. Self-care is definitely something that expresses how much you matter. Right. And self-care doesn't always have to be what you do to the outside of your body. It could be that you meditate. It could be just doing something that you love, bringing that joy. Find joy in everything that you can. Everything that you can, you know, they call it gratitude. Everything that you can be grateful for. Find joy in the little list of things because you matter. Because it matters that you are standing under the shower and the water's rushing down and it feels really good. And, you know, you like the sensation of getting clean. And it matters that when you lay down in your bed to go to sleep at night that you feel comfortable. And if you're somewhere where you don't feel comfortable when you lay down in bed to go to sleep at night... Find something else that you can find joy in that, you know, it lights you up or you, or you can, you can be in gratitude about it. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's someone that you get to see every day. Maybe it's something that you get to do every day, something that you cause for yourself, but find that joy because you deserve it. You don't, none of us deserves you know, I'm not judging because I don't know what your life situation is, but none of us deserves to walk around complaining. A lot of us do it even when life is amazing because we think that's what we're supposed to do. I don't know why we think that gossiping, complaining and having negative things to say is, you know, some people that's their personality, right? But really in essence, we can choose to find the joy even in the, the worst of situations. Now, I haven't lived through the worst of situations. I've only lived through the worst that's been in my life. And if I didn't in those moments that were the worst, if I didn't find the joy in anything, I would have never come out of them. I probably wouldn't have lived through them. So, you know, the looking for the joy, finding the joy, creating the joy is a very important way to express how much you matter. Celebrate other people because you know there is no lack. If someone you know, someone you're related to, someone you love has abundance, celebrate that because that means it's also possible for you. Never be jealous. Just allow yourself to celebrate and be happy for someone else's abundance, knowing that your abundance is either on its way or it's already there. 
And that is a way to show people how much you matter and express for yourself how much you matter. That you can say, I love it when something great happens for my friends. I love it when something great happens for my family. I love it when something great happens for someone outside of me. And I'm so sure that all my greatness is coming to and that it has been in the past and it's going to come back around again and that life ebbs and flows. And I want to celebrate everybody's good tidings, blessings, whatever you want to call them. Be honest in your relationships. That's a good way to express how much you matter. Letting people know what is true for you. Being honest. Don't pretend anything with anybody because it won't um, feel good for you. It won't be an expression of how much you matter on a micro level in your relationships. Be honest. Honest and compassionate. Say what is so. And be willing to be open to changing your mind. Be willing to be open to that your perception may feel true, but your feelings are not facts. So maybe what you think might be something different if you're open to what someone else might say. Uh, Seek first to understand with people so that you can have open communication. That's a way to show you matter because ease in relationships and ease with other people is a way to say, I'm too valuable to be fighting. I'm too valuable valuable to be in conflict. I'm too valuable to be wasting my bandwidth, my brain space on resentment for you. And that's the next point is to forgive as often as possible. I can't believe how fast this hour is going. Forgive as often as you possibly can because you don't have the time or the brain space for, for resentment, that resentment that's killing only you. So people walk around and they want to talk about the same person over and over and over again or the same people over and over again. And they always have negative things to say because there's leftover resentment. There's no forgiveness in it. And they want to be in their victimhood about it or they want to show how they were, they're such a better person than that person. But really what you're doing is you are, um, you're, you're not expressing your value. You're not expressing that you, that you matter when you're in your resentment because you're negating how important it is for you to not have the anxiety and stress and for you to not walk around with the negative feelings because it only hurts you. All of that resentment only hurts you. And so it also devalues you. Why would you hurt yourself? Why would you want to walk around hurting yourself? Especially if it's somebody who you feel hurt you. So someone hurts you and you continue to hurt yourself behind it. That is like saying, I don't matter. That my feelings don't matter. Get on with your life. If you want to be an expression of of mattering, pay attention to where you might be stuck. So right now with this pandemic, a lot of us, especially those who lost jobs, might be stuck. Stuck watching television, stuck wondering what to do next, stuck just, you know, in whatever situation you might be stuck in. And so it's time to maybe start taking the baby steps that express how much you matter, how how valuable you are. Maybe there's a shift that needs to happen. Maybe there's a different direction you need to go in as far as how you earn money or how you live your life or what choices that you're making based on this big shift that's happening in the world with all this viral, you know, virus and viral activity. And, you know, because I believe the racism is a virus as well. Wake up every day and remind yourself that you matter. Remind yourself. When you wake up every single day, remind yourself that you are valuable and important. Rather than being in the mirror criticizing yourself, rather than being in your head saying what you shouldn't have done the day before and going through your list of things that are wrong with life, act like you matter. 
And if you matter and from a place of mattering, show yourself how much you matter. If you felt like someone in your life mattered a lot, you would do for them. You would bring them things, you would feed them, you would take care of them, you would make sure that they were okay, you would see to their needs. And so why not do that for yourself in order to show yourself that you matter? And the last one, make choices that align with who you are at your core. Once you know who you are, what your core values are, what's important to you, make your choices, make your beliefs align with those. So if compassion, kindness, love, joy, happiness, those are some of my core values, are your core values, then make choices that align with that. I tend to turn towards things that feel good to do. And by feel good, I mean they keep me healthy, they make me money, they make me laugh, they make me comfortable, they make me me, you know, feel love. Like those are the things I turn towards. If if it doesn't do that for me and on some level, I'm not going to do it. And obviously, you know, we all have to do certain things like, you know, I'm fostering this dog right now, that means I got to pick up poop. But, you know, pick up poop and train him and his training is a little bit challenging, but I also love the love of a dog and I love playing with him. I love petting him. I love the company. It's great. So it's worth it. So, you know, everything that I do is in alignment with wanting to have love and compassion with this dog. Everything that I do in my relationships, I may not always want to run out and do something for somebody, but I do it because it's in alignment with loving someone. And I'll be honest about how I feel about doing it, or I'll say no if I don't want to do it. But you want to make choices that align with the core of who you are. And I can't believe this hour has gone by so fast. So, you know, with all of this, words create your beliefs, your beliefs create your actions, your actions create your life. Tell yourself every day that you matter. Tell yourself every day that you matter. As a society, as a people, as people of color, the onus is on us to save ourselves. And there's a big shift happening in this world right now. So on a micro level, we should all be out there talking about not just Black Lives Matter, but, but our lives, singularly, they matter. And then we matter as a collective because singularly our lives matter and and singularly we all know it and we act in a way that aligns with knowing that we matter. And lastly, just pass on the good vibes to someone else. You don't always have to be positive. I'm not doing the toxic positivity thing. Like your life sucks if you're not positive all the time. Sometimes you don't feel positive, but we want to We want to be in a practice of knowing that we matter, expressing that we matter, and being fully self-expressed. So I got to rush through. I'm a matchmaker for Talkify. You guys know this. If you want to become a client, send me a PM on Facebook. Candace Harper Love Coach is my business page. Also, the Epic Circle is free every Monday night. It's only for women right now, but it's from 6 to 8 Eastern in the U.S. So sign up if you're in a time zone that you feel like you can make it and you want to make it. We come together as a community. We cause personal transformation when it comes to communication, forgiveness, self-love. We talk about mother-daughter relationships, mother-father relationships, purpose, friendships, just all the tools that we need to be as big as we're meant to be. Uh, What else? What else? What else? Shout out to Ask for Candy podcast group. Join it if you're on Facebook. Join Armed Radio Group News if you're on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And follow us on Instagram at Candy Love Coach at Ask for Candy Podcast. And that is it. Oh, and email me, askforcandypodcast at gmail.com. I can't believe this time went by so fast. Until next time, never forget that you are a love machine. If you ever start to feel like you aren't getting the love you need, just make more and then ask for candy. And never, ever, ever forget how valuable you are. Never forget that you 
matter as an individual. We matter as a collective. Black lives matter as a collective, but you matter as an, as an individual. And as a collective, the only way that we are whole and in integrity is if everybody understands how much they matter and how valuable they truly are. I love you so much, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye now. Love you.